What's up, everybody, man? It's your boy, Big Place Slay here, man. We back at it again after a fresh, clean dub, man, on this Saturday, man. Uh, what can I say, man? Thursday night prime time, man. We got the dub, man. Four days notice. I'm talking about four days notice, man. We just played Sunday. Had to come back, prepare for a great offense, man. Like, I know to put up a lot of points, man, with a great passing offense and come back and get this dub, man. It, it wasn't easy, but it was fun. Got the weekend to recover, and I get to watch some football, actually. You know what I'm saying? Some college ball today. Got to watch Mississippi State just get spanked today. Come on, Mississippi State. Come on. Like, I know it's LSU. They they rank right now, but we got to make some noise, man. We got to bring us back together. Come on, man. Y'all got to ring them cowbells. Do something. You know, I got to wear a shirt this come weekend because y'all lost. Enough about the weekend. Let's get into this game. When I say... The locker room vibe, man. Let me talk to y'all about the locker room vibe, how we came in there, what we had to do to prepare for this game. We knew this game, a short week, is all about preparation, taking care of your body, and who want it more. Because everybody's tired. And who at the end of the day, it's going to be about who want it, who wants to take this dub. That's what we preached all week. Because we can't go in there with crazy game plans because it's a short week, and that's too much stress on the mind. So we, so we went in with some simple stuff to understand the game, to make us play smart and faster. That's how you got to do short weeks. You got to put it in the game plan. That's small, but it's very effective. Of course, Jalen had a little time, hard time earlier, struggling with the coverages because they were sending like all type of blitzes and all that kind of stuff. But that's what happens when you got a great team, man. You can rely on somebody else to carry the bandwagon. Right then, you see who did it. My boy Swift came into the game, man. And Swift... He's a bad motherfucker. He really is a bad motherfucker. I knew he was a bad motherfucker because we played him the year before in Detroit. First game in the year. I had to go run him down. I'm talking about he came through the hole clean, running through, trying to high step. I couldn't let him score. And, you know, he did a little bump to the chest on me and kind of swole up on me. I said, okay, Swift. You know what I'm saying? I like Swift game, man. He's a Georgia guy from the University of Georgia, but he actually from a, from PA. But he's a Georgia guy. You just grow up and be a Georgia fan sometimes at time. Not no more because Mississippi State is the real bulldog anyways. But, yeah, man, Swift, man, had an amazing game behind that O-line. I think he had 160 yards rushing. Come on, man. That's crazy. His first time playing at home for the Philadelphia Eagles. Being a, being a Philly kid, like, it's, ain't, it's nothing but a dream come true. I know he felt good, you know what I'm saying? And get the ball. Too much first game now. He probably had one carry against the Patriots. Came this week. I'm talking about put the team on his back. You know what I'm saying? And, and that O-line, man, like I said, man, you got Kells, Lane, Dickerson, Dallas out there blocking at the tight end position. Like, that's a high-paid tight end that, that can run and catch and do everything. But he's out there blocking his ass off. They even got the receivers doing their thing, too. And then don't forget what Smitty did. Three catches by 140, I think. I don't know, but it was up there. One time I looked up at the screen, he had two for like 40 to 50 yards a catch. You know what I'm saying? That's big time. That's big time. So uh, offense did a thing. They, they did a great job having explosive plays at the right time. You can watch the Patriots game and watch this game. You see they both had the kind of similarities, throwing weird coverages at Jalen, trying to get him going, trying to make him get off his first read as fast as possible, trying to get him off. And um, they've been very, very effective, man. But I do got strong belief in our offense and uh, in our head coach that they will get the job done. Of course, we as a team can always do better. But, man, just to watch that performance on the sideline with them guys, man, it's been great. It's been great. And Eagles fans, 
calm down. Y'all calm down, man. I know I saw it on Twitter, man, with AJ and Hurts going. Y'all look like they was arguing and fussing, da, da, da. They love each other enough to just let it ride. You know what I'm saying? It's a game. It's an emotional game. It, it, it's football, man. It's football. Of course, the guys want ball. Want the ball. He want it. You know what I'm saying? It, it just takes time. You know what I'm saying? These guys here been there before. This ain't nothing new. I had an incident before last year, you know, against Dallas, you know, the big play. And, you know, a young guy like, you know, just like, hey, man, get yourself going. This is motivation. That's all it is. You know, AJ's just telling him, hey, man, I went in a certain route probably. And hey, it hit me right here. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the coverage didn't say, you know, so I don't know. I ain't on the offensive side of the ball. I don't know too much intels, but I'm sure them guys go get it figured out, man. Them boys, best friends. They've been doing it for a long, long, long time, man. So I'm not surprised because we do it all the time. That's what happened, man. That's what brothers do. They argue and they make up. Let's get into this defense. Four turnovers. Six in two games. That's big time right now. Like, we – defense is turning the ball over, getting the offense a, a lot of opportunities to go put points on this board. That's why we've been scoring heavily. We're giving the offense a lot of time and a lot of chances to go up there and score. And, you know, and just hustling to the ball. You know, the rule with, the rule with uh, Jack, Jack, when he caught the ball, tried to stick his hand out, I don't know if y'all remember about Derek Carr. He did it too before. Stuck his hand out there and be trying to dive and hit the pile line and it goes out the bounds before you get hit. That's a touchback. And shout out to my boy, man. He was hustling. He was hustling to go get that tackling, man. He he broke the tackle, could have scored. Didn't give up. Made the play. Ball going to the end zone. Turnover. Come on, that's a big time swing. Could have went up 14-10. Going into halftime and coming back out with the ball. But nope, we go back in. 10-7. to and, man, when we got into the locker room at halftime, man, we everybody ran up the rail, man, was dapping him up because it takes effort, man. He could have just sat down and said, oh, man, he finna go score. Let him go in. No, but man came from on the post, from the post, running over there down, tackle jet, made him fumble, in the back of the end zone. We get the ball. He saved so much for this team, man. So, Rail got one of the big hero plays of the year right now so far, man. So, bam, they come out. Strip, sack, offense go up. Come on now, that's a that's a crazy, crazy halftime swing. I'm talking about that's one of the weirdest ones I've seen. Now them losing seven, us gaining seven off them coming out to get the ball. That's crazy. That's big time, man. That's why I said the defense stepped up at every moment of the game. We did a great job, man, getting the ball back to the offense, man. We had no JB, no Reed, no Dean, three starters. You know what I'm saying? And we had, and they all the commanders, one of the best players on the team. We got our leaders and all that. So, no, none of them guys this week. So, man, it was tough as in night, but we always prepare for the next man up. That's one thing we do as a team, next man up mentality. So, them guys had to step up big, man. I'm talking about real big. Cunningham, he came in the game, man, had a, one of the best games. He is hitting folks. I'm talking about hitting folks. Got a good coverage grade. He was covering. He was doing everything, man. Like, look. I know he got drafted by the Texans. I don't know how they let that guy out of the building. I don't know what it was. Got to be got to be money or contract situation. But I'm glad we picked him up. When I say I'm glad we picked him up, that man plays lights out, man. I don't know if y'all watched the play, right? It was a screen. I'm talking about beat the lineman, swat the lineman, and made the tackle. Like, that's tough. Because, you know, on a screen play, it's always best to send the defense to your help. He kind of, like, didn't do it. So we're like, oh, man, he lost leverage. But if coach always preach, if you lose leverage, you better win the play. 
And guess what? He won a play, made the tackle, man, forced the tackle back inside. He made it. Hell of a play. A big game changer for us. So, man, the, the kids playing amazing. And my my player of the game go to? Sweaty. People don't underestimate Sweaty, man. Because we got a Hassan Reddick over there, which is amazing pass rushing. One of the best pass rushing league. But Sweaty not far away from it either. You know what I'm saying? He he gets it in. He got he be having the quiet sacks, man. You know, he done had back-to-back 10-plus sacks. And it's been quiet. He's been a hell of a player, man. He really a pro bowl all pro type of player, but you know, you got guys like Bosa, you got all the best pass rush, you know, all of them. You know, it's a lot of Maxi, like it's a lot of Cosby, it's a whole bunch of guys out there that can just rush the pass as well. And I'm just trying to tell y'all, Sweaty is in that category, man. If y'all watch his film, he's in that category. And people underestimate Sweaty, man. He was a five star athlete and the number one player in high school. Like he had messed up his knee. And that's why you see him with that big brace on. And but other than that, like he's he's amazing. So he gets to play the game for me on the defensive side of the ball, man. He got to play the game for us on the team as well. But on the defense of myself, in my opinion, he played the best out there this week, man. Because uh I D-line be hunting. I'm talking about hunting. Y'all can, y'all can just see the D-line go crazy. To my Jalen Carter back at it again. The Georgia boys back at it again. I know when y'all see Jordan Davis sack how it come off of a boot. He pushing the center into the backfield, stop the boot from even happening. Not Kirk Cousins down, boom, then tag Kirk Cousins to get the sack. Like, come on, man. Come on. Like, Jordan Davis is a beast. And a lot of people keep saying that Jordan Davis can't rush the passer. He just hold up the run. Which that's his main job to do is stop the run. But don't underestimate his pass rushing skills because he's learning from one of the best to do it, and that's Fletcher Cox. So, come on, man. Then he did with Hargrave last year. Like, he done been around some great pass rushers to understand how to pass rush. He know what his main job is to do, but don't sleep and think he can't rush the passer because right now he got two sacks and he got some pressures. He's just up there with some of the best D-Tigers in the world right now. We're getting to this quarterback, so y'all better stop underestimating my dog. He is a dog. He's Hunting like he's a hungry dog. Like, yes. Come on, man. Y'all got to stop this, man. It's, it's, it's getting out of hand. We're not hearing about these reports talking about Jordan Davis can't rush the passer and he got two sacks already in two games. Like, come on now. That man's doing what he's supposed to be doing and doing it at a very, very high level. And Kurt, man, look, I understand, man. That quarterback position got to be tough, bro. Definitely when you got a D-line like that hunting at you like that and y'all had an injury on your center, like, that's your main dude you communicate with. Y'all got a great understanding. And he not playing. So, I know that clock ticking in your mind, man. And getting hit consistently and put on that ground. And you keep getting up. You're a tough dude, man. Because, look here. If a 340-pound dude keep falling on me, time out, coach. Come get me. Sub me out. Like, I ain't got time for this. You know what I'm saying? But, you the quarterback, man. I respect you, man. Out there coming out there. Each and every play kept grinding. Because you had a a great game still. You know what I'm saying? You had through for about 300 yards. You did your thing. I don't know how you feel it personally, but it just looked painful. Like, whoa, talking about 300 pounds land on you every play. I got to be tough. Now let's get into what y'all really kind of want to hear. I know y'all want to hear. I'm here to give y'all what y'all want to hear. Okay, the me and Jets battle, man. Jay Jets, one of the best receivers in the game. I know y'all looking forward to Of course, I had an amazing game against him last year. This game, I had just a good game. Not too good. Last year was here. This year is like right here. I can tell you for sure that he had this game circled. Like, he had it circled. 
because uh brody was locked in you know what i'm saying locked in wasn't talking as much i tried to talk to him one time i said hey man you ran a great route he ain't say nothing last year i told him that he said something he said man appreciate that but at that time i already had a pick and you know what i'm saying so i was already kind of like having a good game this game was out early he ran a great route on me i said good route he ain't say nothing he got right back to the huddle i said oh yeah he locked in so Great battle, man. I made some plays this year, man. That's why he's one of the best because he can make a lot of plays. But could have had me a pick again, went through my hands, and went, and he caught it. It was on a dig route. When I say that was an amazing catch by him, man, dude was amazing, man. Like, I'm like, talented dude, man. Talking about running across the field. I got to give him the most up respect. I only seen one other receiver do what he does. This man do not come out the game. And only but one other receiver that never came out the game when I guarded him was Antonio Brown. So you usually have guys that play receiver. If they're the best ones, sometimes they get out on run plays. Not these two guys. He got to be in the best shape in his world to still be out here every play and still out here still run great routes. You know what I'm saying? Usually some of the best receivers, they'll put a guy in that's a good blocker, put him out there, run a go ball, get the DB tired for about three plays, Bring in the best receiver that you're already traveling with. Come out there, give him his best route while you're already tired. And he done gassed up and put in water. But Jet and Antonio Brown, those are the only two guys i never seen do that. They don't come out. So I got to command them, man. Back to the matchup. Man, the man was making crazy plays, crazy catches. I'm talking about very much contested. Every catch he called against me was very much contested. Like I'm talking about hand on the ball. He catches, secure it. Gets on the ground, da da da. We get back up at it again. So uh, they got him going earlier this time. You know, first time I played him last year, I made the first play. You know what I'm saying? This year, he made the first play, you know, running the over route. So they tried to get him going early. Then they came back to him on a little stop, little hitch route, little now route. We call it a little now route. Just catch it, throw it to him, try to make me miss. Came down there, made a tackle. Boom. You know what I'm saying? No game. So now the game back flowing again. Now they're like, okay, we got him going again. Get the hand, get his hands going, get his mind going. So they did a great job too with moving him around, you know, because that's what makes him so great, man. He can play outside, slot. He can line up in the backfield. He can do whatever he want to do, you know, because that offense is built around him. So yeah, if he go to the left, I got to go to the left. If he go to the right, I got to go to the right. So wherever he lines up at, I got to line up. You know, if he go to the bathroom, I got to go to the bathroom with him. The only spot I can't line up at is when he had running back because I don't know how to play linebacker. So they moved around a good bit, had an emotion in here and emotion in there. So they had a great game plan going on, man. Of course, the defense was playing lights out while turning the ball over. And, you know, but other than that, man, I gave him a great game, man. Solid, solid game, man. Like he very much saw that thing had like 150 yards. We got to do better in the secondary to like contain him more. But uh, man, he had a great game. But, you know, we came out with the dub, man. I'm looking forward to another challenge. You know, if we ever see each other later on in the year, salute to him, man. I can hope he continue to have a crazy, crazy year, man, because I really do want this guy to break some records. Him and Tyree go break some records this year. I don't know who it's going to be, but them boys go break some records now. And um, you know what? I really don't want them to break them records because it's my boy Calvin Johnson. Not to be selfish, but I do want these guys to go crazy. But I'm a big Calvin Johnson fan. I played with him four years, man. He's a great brother of mine. I do not want nobody to break his record. But them guys are very much talented enough to do it. If they do, I got to always salute them, though, because they don't want the best in the business. Football is back, y'all. No more preseason games, man. This regular season is here. 
We all love watching our favorite teams on TV, but it's nothing better than watching your favorite team live and in person. And the best way to get your tickets is on Game Time, the fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last minute amazing deal on tickets to see your favorite football team this September, download Game Time. And it's not just football. Game Time has tickets for to baseball games, concerts, comedy shows across the country. Download the Game Time app and redeem code SLAY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download Game Time app and enter code SLAY. That's S-L-A-Y for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download Game Time today. Last minute ticket. Lowest price. Guaranteed. So after the dub we get, man, you know, we goes to the locker room. You know, we chopping up. We excited that we got the win. Of course, because winning is hard in this league. It's very, very hard, man. So, but as a man, like I said, as a man, as a captain on this team, we got to do better as a whole team. You know what I'm saying? Because the score was 27 to 7. At one point of time in the game, mid-third quarter, like straight dominance performance on both ends of the ball. So we got to continue to keep putting our foots on teams' neck. That's the whole point. We can't let off the pressure. And as you've seen it, it's 27-7 in the mid-third quarter. Then next thing you know, we fighting at the last minute, throwing a Hail Mary to try to tie the game or win the game. So that's the big difference. That's what we got to do, man. We got a lot of stuff to clean up as a team. We go clean it up, get it right. And get going, man. You know, uh, it was a short week. Like, I mean, it's a short week, man. It was hard on the bodies and everything. Because I ain't going to lie to you. Your boy was tired. I'm talking about 100 pass attempts in two games. And that's why I ain't going to lie, man. I like winning. But I hate when we up big on the team. Because you know what the opposite, offensive side got to do? Throw the ball. And and a big thing on defense, don't let no ball go over your head. So, we play softer coverages. You know, we try to make sure everything stay in front of us. So now it looks like the secondary is not good, you know, because the fact that we plan off, we plan a little less aggressive because the fact that we don't want the ball to go over our head. So now quarterbacks are throwing for 300 yards plus on us. Like we are, we are real good. We don't want team throwing for 300 yards plus, but hey, that's what happened when you score a lot of points, man. Cause you look at both games, we went up 16 0 on, on the Patriots. They start throwing the ball. Boom. We go 27-7 in the middle of the third quarter. How else you go come back? You can't run the ball because Minnesota couldn't run the ball. I think we probably have a total of maybe 60 yards total in two games of rushing. So teams don't really want to run the ball on us that much. So, of course, they got to drop back and throw it. So, man, I'm talking about 100 passes. You know how hard that is? Besides the 100 pass attempts, picture the times I got to run and chase down like running backs that's running the ball and all kind of stuff, get to the ball, make sure the ball don't pop out for a fumble for me, you know what I'm saying? You just never know what happened when you run into the ball. So, like, I'm gas. You know what I'm saying? I had a hot tub, cold tub, massages, everything. I had to get my whole body right, my whole mind right. I'm so thankful for this weekend because all I'm going to do is sleep, stretch, cold tub, hot tub, episode bath. I'm doing it all. What if I could do to get these legs back under me? We don't play until following Monday. You know what I'm saying? So we got some time. I'm talking about some time, time. So I can get my body right, man. 
and get ready for Tampa Bay because that's where we going, man. And Tampa Bay, man, they've been playing solid, man. I can't wait to watch them play tomorrow because, you know, I got to get my tips on them. But Baker came into Minnesota and won, so he's doing his thing. Mike Evans had an amazing game with a touchdown. You know, Chris Godwin made a hell of a catch on third down to ice the game. So it's big time. Them guys make big time plays, and their defense is amazing. They got one of my favorite duos over there, man, Carton Davis and Dean. So I'm looking forward to watching us go out there and compete. So, uh, man, it's going to be an exciting game, man, come Monday night. But your boy need to take a break, get his body right, you know, put his feet up in the air. Uh, you know, and chill, man. But, man, come Monday, man, Monday night, another primetime game, I'm going to be ready. And, fans, I told y'all I got you. I promise y'all I'll go answer some questions from the comments, man. So, here they go. First question is, how many slaves it would take to block a Jalen Carter? <laughs> it going to take 100 slaves to block a Jalen Carter. Because, like, uh, I, like I said, I don't see them break sleds. I can't break a sled. It's going to take probably 100 of me to break a sled. But I say roughly, to be honest, four, four or five slaves. I'm only a buck 90. So I ain't that heavy, but we'll get them blocked though with four of us. Question two, my favorite interception of my career. Come on now. If y'all know any interception I got, I picked off one of the goats. And of course, he's my favorite. Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? I got a pick against him, man. And when I was in Detroit, man, one of my favorite picks of all time. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't imagine it. And like, I wanted to get Peyton Manning. I didn't get him. Then I get Tom. So I got one of the two goats for sure. Question number three. This might be one of my favorite questions of the day. What it was like meeting the Mamba. You know what I'm saying? The Mamba. As y'all see back here, y'all see me and my dog. It, hey. But look, rest in peace to my dog, man. That's one of my favorite players, my most inspiring dude ever. But meeting him was amazing, man. Like, I'm going to give y'all detail from detail. So, playing in Detroit, playing around. You know, I say I'm going to the Lakers game. They got me set up. One of my coaches, they surprised us. Hey, they got a surprise for you at the Lakers game. I'm like, I might get to meet Kobe for the first time. So, I'm like, good. So, I sat in the back, waiting by the buses. I'm trying to tell you, they must have ruined, either they warned him or he just know football. Like he came around the corner, walked past everybody and was like, what's up, Slay? What up, big play? I'm like, I'm a little starstruck. I'm talking about starstruck. Like I was, yeah, I was stuck like that. So I'm just sitting here saying like, oh my goodness. Shook his hand, you know, I dang never wanted to hug him, but I ain't want to go too far. But I shook his hand, man. We talked for a little bit, gave me a little just saying he loved my game and all that, man. I had my jersey there. Nobody can touch it. I'm talking about nobody can touch it. It's in my game room at my other house, in a plaque. Nobody can touch it. Anybody touch it, we fighting. Like, we're really fighting. I don't care who it is. Kids, besides my daughter, me and her, we go love it together. But anybody else touch it, we are fighting. Like, that's my, that's my, that's my life over there. But, man, one of the greatest moments of my life, besides my kids, but man, look here. Like, that's big time. You know what I'm saying? The black mom. The mom. But that, yep. But that's that's one of my best moments, man, of my life, man. I appreciate the questions y'all asked, man. We're gonna keep continue to keep this going. That's all I have for y'all today, man. I will be back after the Tampa game, man, to let y'all know what's happening, what's coming on. Hoping I come back three and zero. So y'all be on the lookout for it.